I'm Danielle. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to Snacks with Stein. Let's do it. Welcome back to Snacks with Stein. I'm Christy. Danielle is in California. And we are back with you again for another Just Beyond episode, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Um, This is episode seven for Just Beyond. So welcoming. So welcoming. Welcome, everyone. We're excited that you're here. Um, But before we get started, what is new? What is up? What's happening Danielle. Mm, this is my rant. I'm going to rant right now. I didn't rant with Ooh, you before we got on this What phone. really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears is that I'm going to say it, and I think I said this kind of last year, is that the fakers who joined the Halloween love in 2020 need to GTFO and stop ruining my life because I am sick of people buying stuff at the store and being like, look what I got. I'm going to put it on eBay because I didn't really want it. And now you can't buy it. It's bullshit. I'm done. Like I have, we have people going to Marshall's and like discount stores like that carry stuff. I don't know what Colorado has. Like we have Home Goods, Marshall's, TJ Maxx, like that stuff. We have all those. Yeah. And okay. Well, I know some places have like an at home and like different things. We so, do like, not we don't have, have those, at home. Yeah. I'm so jelly of anyone who has an at home, by the way. But this is just like, I'm so sick of it because we literally have to have like scouts at these stores to be like, I just want this Mickey pumpkin or something, right? And we have scouts at the stores. Like I have a friend who doesn't have, she has a full-time job, but she's like differing hours. So she can go in the early ass morning. I can't go except on the weekends and evenings and it's gone. Or, you know, you have people like getting mad at you at the freaking store. And it's like, I'm so done with this. And this is not how it used to be. Like there was always some like hot item every year or whatever. But ever since the pandemic and people discovered Halloween because it wasn't there before, it's like if it's horrible and it's not fun anymore. Like the code orange shit of like go to the store and buy everything. It's not fun. And like if I see a reseller, I will punch them in the face. Like it's not fun. Because that's is this my a supply son. Like, chain is... issue. No, are they I mean, not it's, getting enough it's that... in? No, it's just that's the way it is. You know, it's sort of it's like I don't popular. really know how the stock works at the home goods type of stores. You know, but um, even just like generically speaking, like I, I, I always go to Spirit Halloween when they open, like pretty much the opening weekend, if I know when it is. And I happened to be checking because I was looking for something else. And so I found out that one of the spirits was open. So I got to go to spirit last weekend, which was great. Mm. But it's again, it's like I have to be there at nine o'clock in the damn morning just to make sure like I get a stupid thing that I want. And I know it's first world problems, but I'm just saying like if you don't – this is my PSA. If you don't love something – do not buy it because the gram or TikTok told you to. Like, that's my PSA for all of the children and adults of the world. Because we have people on Instagram and TikTok, like, admitting, oh, I just bought this Mickey pumpkin because Instagram told me to. 
And you know what they're going to do? They're going to take a fucking aesthetic picture with it and then put it on Mercari or Poshmark or eBay for 20 times more. And that's wrong. And I would never do that. And that's what's happening with so much of this Halloween merch. And it's like, this stuff is crap. It's like crap from spirit, okay? And you're like on the seller market thinking it's an organ. Like this is a human heart and we're going to sell it on the black market. Like that's how it feels. And it's just, I cannot stand it because you're taking joy from people's lives. I just want to go and like Halloween shop. Like that's what I love to do. Like I just love to go Halloween shopping and I spend my weekends doing it and spending money that I shouldn't spend. But it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like this is my time. This is my joy, (laughs) you know? So I do it, but it's getting more and more frustrating. And it's because of like, it's again, social media ruins so much stuff and it's just getting worse when because it pisses me off because we saw a girl on instagram because we have a group chat of people like looking for things like friends and you started a gang (laughs) we like literally there was literally a girl i don't know what state she was in whatever but literally had two of the mickey pumpkins in her cart you don't need two first of all and when there's only two left and then And she literally said, I don't want this, but I'm buying it because of Instagram. And I wanted to throw my phone across the room. It's like, no, 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 (laughs) that's not how it works. Like if you're a reseller and you're buying 10, I hate you, but I get your game, right? You're going to take those 10 and put them on the various websites I named. But the people who literally are just like, I bought to take a picture. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I can't. And they do it with Disney merch too. I mean, there were people trying to get to Disneyland this week because of the Halloween merch coming out. And people were like scamming the system to get into Disneyland, to go buy this pumpkin. And it's like, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's just people being scammy. And it's like, I can't do it. I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll recede. Like, this is a wave. Yeah. Like, y- you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you remember how stupid people were about like beanie, but like, this is just a thing. Right now, like this is the beat of our time. Like even with the social media bit, like I've I've never been on TikTok. I just now started getting into the reels. I've tried. I've I've been watching a lot of like makeup stuff because, like I told you, like Mm. I'm trying to do more makeup, trying to understand makeup because it's so different than when Mm. I used to do makeup like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um. You know, it's totally different. All the things I learned are, but so like, but there's so many helpful, like useful people putting good content out there. But I'm also learning um, as I'm discovering a lot of that is that, you know, we all know like a lot of social media is fake. I don't think I understood this scale. um, And I don't think I understood that, you know, a lot of the people that I'm watching, like they're aware like, they call people out for, like, you know, their filters and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that can only be sustainable for so long because what they're doing is yeah. largely based on popularity. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just like mm-hmm. anything else with the internet. You know, like, you came out and it's like, oh, it's my love of my life in a chat room. And then you find out, like, you know, everybody's boyfriend, internet boyfriend, is not who they said they were. And, you know, it's <laughs> now we're not having internet boyfriends anymore. Like, right. You were all you know. the Tinder swindler, right? Like it's it's well even yeah. before that. Like 
and it's you're a little bit younger than me, but like I'm sure yeah. you remember when like chat rooms started to be a thing. Like everybody oh, yeah, and their totally. dog had like this beautiful model boyfriend girlfriend from yep. four towns over. <laughs> you know, like and it kind of took care of itself eventually. Yep. So I'm hoping hope that like all this that. shit with like the competitiveness around decorations, because I'm with you. Like that was a fun thing. Like me and the kids. We go to Target, like, all right, we're going to pick out, we have a budget, we're going to pick out some new things to add to all of our things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be super fun. Right. But I guess Mm -hmm. it's not anymore. It's, you know, that's the thing. It's like, it is, but it's also, you have this, it's it's also like a lot of disappointment too, because you go and you're committed and every week it's like, nope not here again (laughs) and you have to like you know fight and then you see 30 of them on ebay and you're like are you kidding you know like it's just infuriating and i feel like northern california gets like the least amount of stuff i swear i swear and maybe just me i don't know but i feel like we do but anyway all i'm saying is psa if you're out halloween shopping have a great time but please don't buy something that you don't want because the Graham said to buy it. <laughs> That's my PSA for everyone. Let somebody else enjoy it, okay? Because there's somebody out there who really wants that dumb pumpkin that you didn't want, but you're like, Instagram said it was cool. So stop being right. cool. So being do you cool. think that it's time to decorate then? Oh, totes. I usually start in August. I'm on Disneyland's schedule, right? So Disneyland, Disney World start doing stuff about now. So I'm on their time usually, like in the house at least. Like I don't go outside the house because my neighbors already think we're weird. But September 1st comes around, bam, I'm out there. I'm out there, man. Nice. At least starting decorations. Yeah, it's going to be time to pull Kevin out of the garage soon. We'll see what happens. I'm currently on a spending hold. I've wanted to get Kevin like a friend uh, for a long time. We added, um, what did we name the pumpkin? I feel like it had a girl name. Did you? You got something, didn't you? I feel like you got something kind of new. I feel like it was like Kevin and Carol or something like that. (laughs) The kids name all of our blow up decorations. I love it. This year, I don't know exactly what the theme's going to be. It may just be whatever, but because <laughs> it all kind of – sometimes we do two phases. Like sometimes we do a September phase of decorating, and then when we know if we're having a party and what the theme is going to be, then we'll swap out in October to the party theme. So we sort of go through like phases at our house. But luckily, our one neighbor right next to us is super into Halloween too, so they decorate later, but they do decorate at least. Yeah. And so we're like one of one of the two houses that really go all out. So we always have kids like stop, like even just during the day, like always yeah. like stop and look at the house because they look at whatever randomness we have. And then last year, like a little girl tried to steal a pumpkin and I was like dying inside the house. I was like rolling on the floor laughing because this mom was like really trying to be stealthy, like put the pumpkin back, 
put it back and she didn't know we were home and I'm like trying to not scare the shit out of them because I don't want to and so I'm just like on the floor like dying and this little girl like trying to steal a pumpkin it was really funny I was like if she took it it would have been fine but she would have ruined my aesthetic display <laughs> but it was really funny she's like no, no like, it's fine it's cool uh, yeah she's the pumpkin thought it was a pumpkin patch so like my boyfriend of course doesn't live it down because he's like that's when you have too many fucking pumpkins danielle when they think it's a pumpkin patch outside the house you tell <laughs> mike like, it's a very small to <laughs> shut his face there is no such thing <laughs> as too many pumpkins yeah. it's not possible Men. i don't i don't believe in that crap it's like there's no such thing as too many christmas ornaments like agree no. agree nope. like we get we get very little joy in this life we're gonna milk it we're gonna milk every inch out of it we already started christmas ornament shopping because hallmark is like it's july buy christmas ornaments and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> well goose creek just came out with their yeah. halloween candles did you see that I did. I never used their candles before i was going to ask you off the recording before we didn't bore everyone to death if they were good candles, so we can discuss later. But they were very cute. I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're so no." I do. Cute. Uh, we can we can talk later. But I do. I will endorse Goose Creek. They. I. Uh, I was a hardcore Yankee Candle fan for many many yeah. moons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I got a couple of shipments where like they were broken, and I couldn't get anybody to mm-hmm. help me. And I'm like, "Do you guys understand how much money I give you? Because it's a lot." And right. I, I went. I went full Karen on them. I was like, "Listen." I have like a reoccurring order here (laughs) like I don't I just need some help like these showed up broken like what do you want me to do about that and they were kind of jerks about it so I was like ugh. and then somebody suggested Goose Creek and I was like well I'll try them just as good absolutely cheaper okay yeah they were a little cheaper I was like oh yeah absolutely cheaper and if you catch them on a sale you can get quite a bit but that's not what we're talking okay, about so today we, we are talking about uh just beyond while we talk about that are you having any snacks um i had a piece of candy prior to this what kind of so candy? that was my snack it was a raspberry cream from c's candy oh like a truffle delicious no they're not really truffly they're just like it's just literally like a raspberry, like I call it buttercream, but it's not because it's raspberry, but it has a sort of buttercream consistency. It's literally just called a raspberry cream and oh. it's at C's. So if you have a C's where you live, it's called a raspberry cream. We don't have a and C's, but you can get boxes of C's at yes. the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that uh, sounds not good. Same. It's not. I have to go to like the store and like go to the little candy bar and like pick all the things that you want oh, it's not the same. <laughs> yes it's yes. like oh lordy <laughs> so that's what i had earlier. <laughs> well good i'm glad you've had some sugar i'm having a diet coke we're super boring when it comes to facts or facts snacks tonight but um <laughs> it is what it is we kind of a weird night here. and it's hot it's like 94 degrees in my house right uh. now so, so muggy. Good times. I'm ready for it to change. I think I've got a few more days of 90s, and then I don't see 90s on the forecast ever again. 
for oh, a good. while. Let's hope that's the truth. So this episode's episode seven of Just Beyond. Just Beyond is the Disney Plus R.L. Stein show that we've been covering um, every other episode. This one's called Stand Up for Yourself, right? Um, and it is got to be maybe one of my favorites, if not my favorite so far. And I will get into why. Um, I had those total opposite reactions. Oh, really? When you said that. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well, that'll make for some spicy commentary. Um so yeah, so the episode opens and there's like a narrator, right? We don't always get a narrator, but we got one this son. And he's talking about um, you know, how the it's a nice little town. We get these sweeping views of Larkinville, right? Very picturesque. There's like a little town square kind of thing. Apparently, no one drives a car and everybody walks where they're supposed to be. It's that small of a town. And they're talking about, like, how great and how quiet it is. But there's just one problem. And the problem's name is Trevor. And Trevor is uh, the town bully. So he's not just the school bully. Like, he's the town bully. Um, And the kid... Did you did you notice the kid who plays Trevor? His he's an, his act he's an actor, of course he is. He's an actor. His name is Cyrus Arnold. Um, and according to IMDb, he's got like a ton of projects in in the works. But I immediately recognized him from The Exorcist TV series. From The Exorcist. From the TV oh, series. The did TV. you watch the TV series? Yeah. I did, but I did not finish it. So in the second season of The Exorcist, my boyfriend, John Cho, um, plays a um, foster father who is like taking these kids in um, and he's, it's kind of a U-turn. Like the whole time you think it's like one of the kids is possessed, but it's actually like him. Um, Mm. And this, this actor, Cyrus Arnold, he played, uh, the character's name was Truck. And he was kind of a, like a slow, he was a very adorable, like lovable character. So I recognized him like immediately. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is, I lost my place. I liked the narrator. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like where we've had that kind of a narrator before. Um. It almost reminded me of like the old Disney westerns. Like, well, here's old so and so getting to hitch up his horse to go to, you know, like, I don't know. Did I just make that up? I might have. Who knows? Um, So, anyways, so Trevor is this like zitted up, like bigger kid, right? And he's kind of amazing. I know you probably hate Trevor, but like in this first scene, where he's walking through town being a jackass. Like, his face is the best. He's so fucking happy about being an asshole. I laugh so hard. He's, like, he's stepping on flowers and knocking paint out of the way. And he's just got this, like, big goofy grin. The whole, he's, like, living his best bully life. Um... But like literally everyone in the town, like he, he steps on the flowers of the lady playing flowers and he knocks over paint buckets and he's messing with the male lady. Like 
everybody's taking shit from this kid, right? Let's see. But it just, I have to, like, they had to have so much fun filming this shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You, you have to watch it. His face is, is priceless. I will say he is a good, he is a good actor for this role specifically. Yes. <laughs> he definitely looked like he was having a great day. Like yes. the best time. Well, he's like, he's so animated character. and silly. He almost looks like a cartoon character. Yes. Because mm-hmm. he has these like overblown features and they've really got him like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. And we don't really know where it's going either. So you're kind of just like, okay, like you got this weird ass kid who's yeah. just like harassing everyone. And they're taking it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody yeah. is saying shit to him. Right. So and and like at one point he even like walks by like a like a yard where there's a dog tied up. First of all, stop tying up your damn dog. Oh my god. Secondly, like the dog is tied up within like an inch of tearing off Trevor's face. And Trevor's like agging the dog on. He's he's teasing him. So we know at some point Trevor might lose his face. Which we're excited about. <laughs> um because if that chain fails yeah. like at all, that dog's going to eat him. Right. Right. So he carries on through town. He gets to school. As he's walking up to school, like we, who I assume is the principal, we don't know that. We see his, it's like just a teacher, like sees him coming up the mm-hmm. steps and is like, he's coming. And she like hits a buzzer and like an alarm goes off. And and then like lights start flashing and it's like they're screaming and running and it's like this kid has his own fucking alarm uh for when he's about to hit the school. So it's very like don't make eye contact kind of a thing. So he, right. he gets to school, he's immediately met by this little like redheaded toady. <laughs> I never caught his name. I have no idea. Um Sorry. I don't know if he said his name. I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember. But he is, he's great. He takes, he like takes his jacket. He's like, you look great. Like, you know, your hair looks awesome. Like, have you been working out? You know, he's basically the bitch, but he's fine. He's fine to do that because then he doesn't, you know, get pummeled or whatever. He's protected, right? So the two, uh, Trevor and the toady, Walk down the hall and he like collects all of his homework from these like three random kids who are trying not to look him in the eye. You know, one of them does like it's like a whole thing. Everybody's terrified of Trevor. Right. The teachers, the town, the school. Um, And I think this is maybe where we learn. No, it's not yet. Hang on. Gets to school. He's greeted by the family. Oh, so then we get the montage of how he's an asshole at school, right? We already got the one going through town. Now we get the full-on, mm-hmm. like, ah, messing with people in the bathroom and, like, messing with people eating their lunch, minding their own damn business. And, like, and, of course, we, you know, end with a dodgeball scene, which if I'm that gym teacher, maybe not dodgeball. I don't know. Um, just a thought. Got to kind of have control over your class for um so yeah so he's playing dodgeball what's that it was just a thought that he should have some control but i mean you can tell that like the 
teacher, every every single person doesn't want to have a run in with him. So everyone avoids him. And the whole point of all this is that no one's going to confront him and that he is deliriously happy, like living his bully life, his his very best bully life. Like he gets whatever he wants when he wants it. And he really enjoys that situation. So we kind of fade out. We we come back in and it's the principal from earlier and like a mom from one of the kids at school. And it's a mom from who had like a kid in the dodgeball game we just watched who apparently Trevor like gave a bloody nose to. Like he pegged him in the face and gave a bloody nose. And this mom is pissed. Like, listen, like I want this kid expelled. I want him expelled now. Like right now, like enough is enough. Like we need to have this out. And this is where we learn that Trevor's dad quite literally owns the town, right? So I guess he funds the school partially. I didn't fully understand how that. I don't think they ever, but it almost seems like an insular little town where, you know, they, because I think the principal gets into it, right? With the, with the mom, because she says like, well, you work for him. And he owns your apartment building. Right. So, he owns you know, the factory that she works at. Apartment. He owns the apartment building where she lives. Like. The best thing I can think, the best thing I can equate it to is, um, is Resident Evil with yeah. the Umbrella Corporation. Because yeah. basically Umbrella bought the town, the little, the little town and turned it into the factory town. And everybody who worked for Umbrella Corp lives in that town and works for Umbrella. And so if Umbrella goes down, the town goes down and we know what happens in Resident Evil. So that's like the best, the best equivalent I could think of is basically like this man, which is weird, but bought this town <laughs> and runs it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty much. He, like just, Apple bought it. he just owns everything. Like, mm-hmm. like, and they, they act like he has cart bought, like, they act like, first of all, he won't want, he won't be receptive to any feedback about his kid. And then secondly, that like, he's not above doing whatever he needs to do as revenge for anybody who would suggest that his kid was any kind of a problem. Right. So she's like, yeah, you're going to get, you know, evicted. You like, just leave alone, which is bullshit. Cause we know in real life there's laws and you can't just fucking evict somebody, but whatever. Um, <laughs> So that's why everybody fears Trevor, okay? We have established that. Mm -hmm. So we cut back to class. Trevor is in class being a butt like Trevor does. Um, And we get a little bit of a window into Trevor here because (sighs) Trevor's an asshole, but so are his parents. Like that that comes from somewhere. And so, like, he expresses about how his dad owns the whole town and how he could burn it to ashes with a snap of his fingers and all this bullshit. And as he's saying this, we get this, like, backs, our back view of, like, someone walking to class. And it's a kid who has a prosthetic. Like, he's got a prosthetic leg on. Um, and he, he gets... He gets to class and the narrator takes over and he does, there's this whole thing about like how, 
Trevor is so excited and all his bully senses are on overload because we get these like close-ups of this new kid, right? Who is disabled, who is uh, freckled, who has glasses, who has kind of a nerdy t-shirt or something on. Like, like Trevor is in bully overload with the new kid. He is like beside himself with happiness. And I, it did the whole scene, like the way it's narrated is just really funny. Like, I, I did a lot of laughing. Yeah. It was so good. That was funny. It was so good. So we learned our new kid. What was the his name. first name? Huh? Oh, God. His last it's name so is long. Burger. Right. The new kid. Oh, gosh. What is his name? But I missed his first name. So I've just been referring to him as Burger in my script. Um, I feel like it's something, it's like Ever, maybe? It's something Evan. 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 Evan Burger, which of course Trevor like immediately jumps on his last name. It's like Evan is is Trevor's dream come true. There's so many things that Trevor right. can like pick on about Evan. But Evan's kind of a badass. He's kind of like <laughs> he's new to town. He doesn't give a fuck about Trevor or who Trevor is, and he doesn't really let that shake him at all. So Trevor like shoots some like bullshit insults at him about his name. The bell rings and they leave. And it's adorable because Evan like immediately gets pulled aside by three kids that were giving Trevor his homework earlier in the hall. Yeah. And they're like, listen, bro, like this is how it is. Like you want to survive. Don't make eye contact. Do whatever he says. <laughs> You know, and he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because Evan's a badass. <laughs> and the kids are like, and they say yeah. something really cute, like, um, like, welcome to the resistance or something as if there's like an underground yeah. that fights Trevor, right? Yeah. Right. So Evan kind of blows it off. He's, you know, whatever, whatever. And he goes to class or no, he goes to eat lunch. And he's, uh, he's eating his lunch, and of course, here comes Trevor, ready to, to be a bully and a jerk, and he kind of, like, gets up in his face, and he's like, empty your backpack. And Evan is like, no. And Trevor's like, uh, what? Because no one ever says no to Trevor, so he's like, empty your backpack, or I'm going to beat the shit out of you, basically. And Trevor's, or and Evan tells him that that would be a mistake, and then we get kind of a fade out, kind of as, like, Trevor's pulling his fist back. I really wanted Evan to, like, pull some Matrix shit right here. Did you think that was yeah. that was where we were going? I wasn't sure. I had no idea what was going to happen because I was, like, I almost thought, too, that m maybe um, Trevor would just pull, you know, not actually go through with it. And then, therefore, you know, people would see, like, oh, he's not you know, that strong of a kid, you know, he's not that big of a bully that he's just all talk, you know, but I thought, I thought that too. I thought maybe like he wrong. wouldn't go through with it. Cause really, when was the last time that Trevor had to beat anybody up? Um, right. And then, but also secondly, I thought, he does are so you know, this is Stein, like maybe like Trevor gets his ass kicked because Evan is yeah. some kind of weird ninja. I don't know. A ninja. I don't know. <laughs> I was I didn't know what to expect. So we get this fade out, and then when we come uh, back to uh, 
Oh, and when we come back, we're at Trevor's house, right? And he has, he's playing video games and doorbell's ringing. He goes to answer the doorbell and it is Evan. And Evan is standing there with this like little old woman who is uh, mysteriously accented in a way that would make us think maybe she's like some sort of a gypsy. I don't know. It's a very thick accent grandma's got. And she asked Trevor Point Blake, you know, are you the one who, who did this to Evan? Trevor's like, yeah, I did it. What? And she's like, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you to apologize to him. And of course, Trevor being Trevor, he's not going to do that. She asks him three times and then she starts chanting in some other language. And it's like, he knows. I think the narrator says that at that point, like Trevor feels fear or something for the first time. And we get that like witches of Eastwick thing where the wind blows through the town and everyone stops what they're doing and looks up because a change is happening, right? So this wind blows through town mm -hmm. and then Trevor gets scared and like closes the door in the lady's face, doesn't think too much of it. That night we get even more of a window into Trevor because there is a really gross dinner uh, with his parents. So he's sitting, apparently he's an only child. He's sitting at the table in their mansion, which is one of those huge, like, 40 people could sit at table um, yeah. that, like, <laughs> even rich people don't eat at if 40 people aren't eating. Right. Um, but they do. And, like, the trophy wife is on one end of the giant table. And, like, his dad is on the other end. He's, like, in the middle. It made me think, remember that scene from Batman? The first movie where she's like, can you pass the salt? Please. Oh yeah, when they're at the way, at the way opposite end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was exactly like that, but less classy. And that's not his mom, right? That's obviously just like a girlfriend. Not unless she had him when she was like five. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. And then I thought I had a weird like, because there's this disgusting exchange. First of all, dad's gross. Dad's balding. He's wearing, like, a mauve yep. shirt situation that is, like, unbuttoned with some, like, chest hair trying to escape <laughs> with, like, some sort of a chain yeah. around his neck. Dad's an asshole. Dad's real rich. He's been rich for a while. And his philosophy is, like, I don't know. If, if you're not the bully, you get bullied, basically. He said, he said, if you're not the boot, you're under it. Okay. That was his advice. There you go. So right after he lands that chestnut, he lets us know that um, some lady from school had the gall to, like, come to him and complain about Trevor, uh, who bloodied the kid's nose during dodgeball. And how could that be Tre Trevor's fault the kid sucks up dodgeball? But he showed her he had the locks changed on their apartment. Yep. Cool. And the cool. sugar baby well, started because the, the yeah she was sort of like trying to say oh maybe he shouldn't be so aggressive mean. is what she said you know yeah she's like aggressive. doing the full Marilyn Monroe pout and she's like you know maybe yeah. he just needs to you know be whatever and then like they say some really yeah. gross innuendo type stuff that is disgusting and like Trevor's just watching all this go down right. 
He's yeah. not going to have any kind of accountability for anything. He's still living his best life. So the dinner ends. He goes to bed. I only go ahead. I only agreed with the I only agreed with the dad in one part because dodgeball is just a hazard for everyone. Yeah. So we know we know Trevor was the problem here, but there were there are so many injuries in dodgeball that he is kind of not wrong in that sense. That like this is just a dangerous game. So yeah, we all hated dodgeball because it was really just a chance for bullies and jerks to hurt other people. So it's it. I did agree with him in that in that respect. That's like it's dodgeball. Dodge the ball, you know. So yeah, no dodgeball sucks. It's always sucked. Um, I was never good at dodgeball. I was always not a target, so I'd be the last one left there. Cause like we we played with rules where like you couldn't cross certain lines of the court to get the ball back. So like when my whole team was out and I was the only one left, and like there would be all the balls would be on my side except for like two. And then, like, the two power players are, like, size, like, it was always, like, me left with the target right on my tummy. Yeah, it was never very great. But anyways, so Trevor goes to sleep and wakes up in the morning, and he is a little different. He is not really scrawny. It's not really a scrawny kid, like, but he's smaller. He's a smaller kid. Now... He doesn't look like an adult. He looks like he could be one of the younger kids in the grade or yeah. whatever. Like, he's definitely smaller. He has this kind of, like, identifying scar on his cheek um, that stayed with him during whatever transformation happened. Um, and he kind of freaks out. And he knows immediately what happened, right? I mean, how many, how many times do you have somebody mm-hmm. on your porch chanting at you in a foreign language? He's pretty sure... Trevor's not dumb, I guess. Um, That it was was that dude. So he goes to school. He's going to find Evan, right? He's going to apologize. He's going to get his body back. He's going to get his life back. So he's running through town. And he he steps on a flower of the lady. He steps on her flowers every day. And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, it really was an accident this time. But she's not having it. And the narrator goes on to explain that, like, for some unknown reason, he's smaller and they still know his dad owns the town. They just don't care anymore. Right? The wind of change has blown through and they don't give a shit that he's Trevor Larkin uh, anymore. Because my first thought was that they wouldn't make the connection that it was him. But this lady almost immediately makes that connection. And then she like starts to chase him down. And he goes into, like, the town square where uh, some of the other townspeople he has bullied are, like, at the same place. And she's like, no, that's Trevor. And they're like, hey, well, he's not as big as anymore, you know, so no, nobody really cares that he's Trevor. They're going to they're gonna take their revenge. So they, like, they chase him down. He hops some fences. He goes by that same house with a dog. And guess what? Dog's not chained up anymore. So he goes straight after Trevor. Trevor, like, jumps another fence. And he's like, you know, this is bullshit. I want my life back. I was happy being a bully. I need to get back to my life, back to my body. So he goes on to school and he's asking all the kids, like, have you seen Evan Berger? Have you seen Evan Berger? Like, and nobody really realizes that it's him until he gets to the dodgeball kid. 
and he sees the scar and he's like, that's Trevor. No one questions that Trevor is a different person. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, not even in the town. They were just like, oh, it's Trevor, but not like wondering how he changed bodies or anything. Or at all. Like no one like, even. Unless my thought is maybe he looked like that at one point. Like he really reverted back to what he looked like and then he sprouted up into the giant that he is now. Because there are kids that do that, you know, that are really small and then all of a sudden sprout, you know. Um, so that would be my only assumption is that oh, he he at one point did look like this little boy, but I don't know. It was weird that nobody batted an eye. It was just like, oh, it's Trevor. Yeah, like <laughs> he's completely transformed you know? into a different person overnight, but it's cool. Yeah. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was the one, like, kind of disconnect for me. I mean, obviously, we're outside of reality and, you know, there's no rules and whatever. But, like, they immediately right. recognize it's him. They don't question that he's totally different. And then the whole school starts to, like, surround and gang up on him because now they're going to get revenge for all of the things that Trevor has ever done, ever. And as they're kind of closing in on him... Evan Berger shows up and stops everyone and is like, hey, if we do this, we are just like him. Like, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. So he helps him out because Evan's a badass. Helps him out and he's like, all right, cool. Like, come back to my house and we'll talk to my grandma. So the next scene is like, Trevor's on the couch in his transformed state. Evan's standing there. He's talking to the grandma. He's like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the things that I've done. I, I know I was a bully. I, like, I'll never be a bully again. Like, you know, you have scared me straight kind of a thing. I just want my life back. I just want my body back. Like, that's, I just want to be me again. And I'll, I'll never, never forget it. And the grandma kind of looks at Evan and Evan gives the nod, right? Like, okay. Like, maybe he's learned his lesson. And the grandma's like, okay, cool. So she chants some war in another language. And she says, you know, go to bed. And when you wake up in the morning, um, you'll be exactly like you were before. And he's like, thank you. You know, I won't forget this. Like, I'm, you know, thank you for helping, whatever. And she kind of has this like little sly kind of tongue in cheek mm -hmm. smile. And she's like, oh, I know. I know you won't forget. Right. And then Trevor goes to bed, he wakes up, and he's Trevor again. He's super excited. And the very first fucking thing out of his mouth is that he's gonna get revenge on everybody that fucked with him the day before. So we've learned nothing. Um, nothing. And he's excited to get this revenge. You know, he's Trevor, he's a bully, he enjoys that. So he throws his clothes on, he runs out the door for school, and we notice as he's running out, his mansion is for sale. Like, there's a for sale sign. And he's going through the town square. He goes to step on the same flower. But instead of the woman planting the flowers there, like there has been every other time, he sees his father. And his dad's like, what are you doing? Like, we have a lot of work to do. Go get your gloves. Go get your shovel. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, this is 
this is what we do every day and that's who we are and we don't want Mr. Burger to be upset or the Burger family to, you know, whatever. And then like a car drives by and it's got some of the other people that fucked with him in it. Like the sugar mama is with a street musician, I think. Yeah. So this is now a new reality yeah. where mm-hmm. the burgers own the town. In fact, now it is called Burgerville. And you see this like <laughs> moment, of course, where Trevor's like, no. And then it cuts to Evan walking through the halls, like slapping people, high fives and all the things. And like, it's like yeah. the narrator comes on again, talks about like, yeah, everything was great in Burgerville and wonderful and quiet. And people are a little nicer there. And like, that's, that's the end. That's where they leave yeah. it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I will say that it was definitely that kid that did it for me because I already liked him. Because some of his expressions are just so goofy and silly. Like, this was by no means, and, and we've said it before, it's not scary. It's not going to be scary. It might be a little weird. But, like, even Spooksville was scarier than this shit. This was funny. I thought this was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't think so. You didn't like it at all. I don't, I did not like it at all. Like there were parts I liked. I, I was just like, what is this? This is so dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. It was super dumb. I think just because it was so, it reminded me a lot of sort of the monster one with whatever the one with, I can't remember which one it was now. The that we thought was going to be good oh. with the girl with the with the monster yeah. in her house. It sort of, and I'm like, oh come on, you know, like it, and how they had that cute little moment on the on the on the roller coaster at the end, like I can still see you, you're my friend, whatever, like that. It it was giving me those vibes, and I'm like, uh, you know, but I don't know. It wasn't. I liked the narrator. Mm-hmm. I liked the narrator. I liked Evan a lot. I was. I was excited to see a kid with a prosthetic. I was like, good for you, Disney. Put kids that are different or not different, but, you know, kids with kids that can see representation of themselves, you know, that's always nice. And it wasn't, and it wasn't exploited. Like, obviously we saw that Evan wanted, that Trevor wanted to make fun of Evan, but he didn't ever get a chance to. So that was, you know, awesome. So there were parts of it that I was like, that's, you know, I like that props to them. But I just think it was just so silly. But like we've said, I mean, the show, the show is not scary. It has not been scary at all. Um, Not even in like a tiny bit of, you know, a little bit, like just not at all. So um, yeah, I think I kept, I keep hoping that someday it's going to (laughs) get, But we're at the – this is the this is the penultimate episode. So the next one is the last right. one. So I, we'll see. I've also gotten like um, – I got early 90s tween movie vibes from this episode. I don't know if mm-hmm. it was – Yes. I, I can't put my finger on it. But more so than the others, this seemed – yeah. nostalgic mm-hmm. 
It did. It had a vibe to it for sure. And I normally would like that, but I don't know. Something about it, I was just like, oh, geez. You know? <laughs> well, and I, Evan was the best part. Yeah. Me. Well, and they had them. You, you're supposed to hate him. Like, that's, that's kind yeah. of the point. But it was mm-hmm. dumb. I think. I wish we had more. This was a short episode. It was like 23 minutes. Like it took me probably just that long to yeah, like really retell it in my own words. Um, like it was super short mm-hmm. and I feel like this actor was so good. And if we had gotten some like amazing yeah. comedy writers in here, we could have had a lot of fun. Like we could have like fleshed mm-hmm. it way out, but like we were, I don't know if they were just trying to like get to the part where he got his comeuppance, which wasn't really that much. I will say, yeah, I will say the acting in this one was probably better than a lot mm-hmm. of them have been. Like it was strong, you know, in terms of like everybody, you know, was a good actor. It wasn't like we found these people yesterday right. and called them. You're related you know, to the I would producer. say this one, this one, right. This one and the alien one, I think, probably had the best acting yeah. in it, you know, in terms of like just the people that were involved and, you know, but um, yeah, it could have been fleshed out a little bit. I know they have to keep it to the 30 minutes, whatever it usually is, but it did, it was short and his, his punishment is just what he's poor now like, or whatever. I mean, I guess he's like just, even like the day where like, he was supposed to be learning his lesson, nobody really yeah. touched mm-hmm. him. He could still be a bully if he's yeah. poor. You can still be a bully if you're poor. There are people who are bullies because they're poor, you know, because they're like, I hate my life, so I'm going to take it on everybody. So he could still very well wake up and choose violence, you know, if he wanted to, because it's just now he may have to face consequences, I guess, but because he doesn't run the town anymore. And is Evan part of some kind of like maybe gypsy pod. gang where they move from town to town and just like take shit over? Right. That too. Like, what is the deal with Evan? Like, what's the deal with grandma? Like, you know, like, who is this mysterious grandmother? I would have liked it better yeah. if Evan and the grandma just... were the same, like, shape-shifting character. Oh, yeah. That would have been fun. It sort of got, like, it kind of reminded me of Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Like, when she was, like, weird little old lady. And it's like, you know. For an odd moment, they I thought her out that, a little like, more than this, but it... his sugar mama or whatever, sugar baby uh, trophy wife mom. Yeah. For a weird moment, I thought she was going to, like, yeah. be a part of the resistance. Because up until that moment, no one had ever suggested yeah. Trevor was wrong in any way. Yeah. So I was waiting for that to that, be a theme of, like, too. there's actually a resistance. They've got the white, like, but no, no, no. 23 minutes. That was it. What we're learning, what we're learning is that we expect too much from You're absolutely episodes. right. You're absolutely right. We do. We take these way too seriously. From the course of eight episodes, we're like, guys, this is just not educational enough for us. Right. Right. Well, there's only one more. So that's what we've learned. There's only one more. There's only one more. We'll see what happens. I have not seen anything about a season two happening, so I don't I don't think it is returning. I am not I don't surprised. know if there was a plan for a season. But yeah. I'm Googling it right now just to see if there's any like 
lingering rumors on the internet. It's not that we <laughs> don't like the series. The series is absolutely cute. It's that yeah. you're right. Our problem is expectation. When you say Stein, we want something. And we got... It seems to be... It was seems to be quiet. The internet says it seems to have been quietly canceled. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, makes I sense. Yeah, I agree. Agree, agree. <laughs> okay. It, but see, that's funny because this article that I'm reading is like, it made for a good Halloween season watch. And it's like, there's nothing Halloween about this. There is nothing. There is nothing. Halloween about No, this, this. is the kind of like after school yeah. shit my, my daughter likes. Like this, I would put this next to Liv and Maddie and the big show and like not worry about it. Like it has a little bit of a creepy vibe, but not really. Like anytime we start to go in that direction, we backpedal, but quick. Um, so yeah. And, and yeah. again, you probably are super tired of hearing us complain about it at this I mean, point. Um, <laughs> but I really did like this one. I thought it was hilarious. We're just trying. Yeah, I mean, it's there have been, a, but then it's funny because you like this one and you and I didn't love it. And then I really liked the one with the kid and the filters, and you weren't feeling that one as much. So there has been some debate of about like which ones were fun and which ones weren't. Weren't. So it's you know, it there is something there. It's just when it's sold as a spooky show, if you just watch the intro, like. Just watch the intro, right? And you're like, yeah, this is going to be a little bit spooky. Obviously not, you know, Friday the 13th, like scare you out of your pants, anything. But, you know, it's going to be a little spooky, you know, right? It has the same vibes as Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, just in the intro. And then we watch these episodes and we're like, where does this intro, you know, come in at all? Like it really doesn't, you know, to a lot of these. So it's it's a bait and switch. And like this, that article said, it's a Halloween season watch. It's really no, not. it's not. I wouldn't watch nope. this at Halloween. We have limited time. Even if I loved it. Even if I loved every minute of it, I still wouldn't be like, I want to watch this at Halloween. No. I will go watch Goosebumps at no. Halloween. You know, I wouldn't, which I, right. <laughs> but I wouldn't watch. Yeah. No. Wow. But there's something there. It's just, it wasn't fleshed out. Yeah, I wanted more in this episode just because it Don't was funny. Know. Like if like if you were gonna go in that direction, make it funny. Go there. Um And that kid was I I will agree that, that kid is great. So hopefully he has a career doing other Well stuff. when I looked him up on IMDb because <laughs> almost immediately I paused it and I was like, Is that truck? And I looked it up and I was like, Yes, same kid. Um <laughs> but he has like five things in process right now. Like Good. Yeah, okay. like he has a Hopefully solid career Hopefully. as like a side actor of a lot of things Good. Um, <laughs> coming up because he's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so we've got one more we're going to cover. You know what else? Not uh, mm-hmm. next time the 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 last one, and then we're working yep. on some other stuff. And then it that is just- like just kind of just now yep. starting to cook. We're working on some special things for you for Halloween. Um, I'm going to have a new full-length Fear Street uh, will be the next episode that drops from us. I have not chosen the book. Um, I might go for Point Horror because I haven't done one of those in a while. Um, We'll see. We'll see what I've got over there. So we've got full-length Fear Street coming at you. We've got some Halloween kind of specialty type stuff in the works. And then we are... 
Um, I think in agreement that once we finish Just Beyond, we will be um, covering some of the Goosebumps television series shows in its place. And I, from what I understand, so like, I and I've admitted this to Danielle. I'm not sure if I've admitted it to everyone. Um, I've never seen any of the Goosebumps television series shows. I haven't. It was not available to me. I don't know if it was not a channel that we got. I don't know. I've never seen any of them. So it'll be interesting for us to go through them with me, who's never seen it, and Daniel, who's seen all of them, like, at least once. Yeah. I am excited right? about that. Mm-hmm. I have... I am excited about that. Yeah. And I would like to say we'll go through all of them. There is five seasons. I will probably... They're short, at least, so it's not like you're committing your whole life. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a good project for us going forward. And the show... The show might be getting not a reboot, but a revamp at Disney. So that's been a bubble rumor for a while that they're wanting to do a Goosebumps show. So hopefully that happens. Maybe hopefully it's better than just beyond. Yeah, they make a lot <laughs> of nothing promises. is ever going to look I think the they, original. They want to cash in. Damn it, Chapek, you ruin everything. Like it's about money. Oh my god. Even, we'll have to talk about him after we hang up the, the our hang up. Like I'm a hundred when we hang up the phone. <laughs> when well, to we be fair, the button the says recording. hang up. Like <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um. So yeah, but yeah, I there have been a bu- it's been a bubble rumor for a while that they do want to re- reboot revamp Goosebumps as a TV show. So I'm I'm down to see where it goes. I mean. I know it's not going to it's not going to be the original cuz nothing can be the original and some people hate the original and there are some episodes that are there are ter- there's terrible acting but hello it was the 90s like are you afraid of the dark had terrible acting too and people will fight you on it like are you afraid of the dark was better and it's like are you afraid of the dark was arguably scarier sure but there is some shitty acting in are you afraid of the dark too and i've had debates with people who are like goosebumps that and it's like it's a different it's a totally different experience but the acting is just as bad in them both and (laughs) that's what we love about it and the special effects were bad and again that's what we like about it is that it's all cheesy and terrible speaking of cheesy and terrible did you watch the before we go did you watch the trailer, whatever teaser thing for the Spirit <gasps> Halloween oh, store movie? Yes, like it. It, it looks like we shared it. It looks like speaking of bad acting, but in a good way. <laughs> it looks like the kind of Halloween movies we used to get, right? Like, yeah, it's gonna it be like it's gonna be Halloween bad movie. and cheesy okay. and super themed. It's gonna be bad. And I said that. And I was it you that commented and said there needs to be like gateway stuff? Was it you? Or somebody commented on the post and was like, there needs to be and it was a good point because we come at it as an as all things. We come at it as our jaded selves, right? So we come into things and we gatekeep shit. And I I do it. I'm I will hundred percent admit that I gatekeep shit out of stuff to myself. I don't go on the internet and do it, but in my heart, I'm like, oh yeah, I gatekeep things, you know. So when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, God, like this looks like they made it for five dollars. Like, what is Christopher Lloyd doing? You know, but then I watched it again 
with another perspective that this person commented that was basically saying, we need stuff for kids. Yeah. Like we got. That is a gate. Yeah. Right. And there is not enough of that because there's there's that lever there of like you can go real, 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 real lame, like yeah. just beyond. Not scary, but sold as scary. Or there's things that are too scary and they can't get there. We were in that magical pocket of like we had Are You Afraid of the Dark? We had Goosebumps. Some of us had Fear Street. Some of us had Christopher Pike. You know, we had even like Ghost Rider yeah. was kind of creepo, you know, at some parts. Like, and that's when people don't ever remember. I loved Ghost Rider. We had you know, so PA. We had that. We had, even like um, freaking Cooksville. And, oh my God. Uh, Erie, Indiana. That's right. right. Erie, Indiana. Still, Erie, Indiana. Okay. I love that show. It is on, I think it's on Disney Plus. If you have like a couple hours, like a day when you're homesick and you ever watched it, freaking watch yeah. Erie, Indiana. Cause it is, it's a classic. And we had the Disney Channel movies that some of them were kind of creepy. Some of them were silly. You know, some of the Halloween movies. I mean, like, yeah, Halloween Town is not scary, but it's still like But it makes you a feel, gateway, right? Like, right? that's the it's point. A like, it's, it stirs that yeah. kind of thing that only happens like one time a year. And it only happens during, you know, this holiday that we love so much. And For me, yeah. So taking it from that perspective after I read that comment, and I was like, no, you're right. Like, it's the act is going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be cheese ball. Yeah. But if it can get kids into horror as a gateway, awesome. Because Fear Street, the new movies, were way too adult. So it didn't, didn't do that. You know, that they were straight R. You know, so there was – that wasn't going to happen. But whatever this ends up being rated, I think it could be a good gateway. And we have to start – we have there has to be more things like that because – we're going to lose, it's going to lose its, you know, people always like horror movies. People will discover things. But there's a whole generation of us, you know, who are in our 30s that, you know, late 20s, 30s that are, you know, such big horror aficionados because of things like Goosebumps and Fear Street and Are You Afraid of the Dark and Christopher Pike and all that because we had it, you know, it was the source that we had. And that's why we love what we love. And, you know, even for me as a kid, I have visceral memories of watching the Halloween tree, which is yeah. a cartoon. And I was scared a shit of the Halloween tree. I was scared to death of that movie for no reason. He scared me and the movie scared me. But those are, th you know, it was, it's a kid's movie. It was made for kids. It's like put on this cartoon. But I remember being in my house after trick-or-treating, it's pitch black in my house and being scared a shit watching yeah. that movie cartoon. And, you know... That's what we need. So hopefully kids can look at the spirit movie and get something out of it like that, whether it's scary or it's fun or whatever it ends up being. Well, but it's also I thought nice that to was have just something important. light. I mean, just just not not just the kids' perspective yeah. of it because, like, with my own children, because when we were kids, it was about watching the scariest, nastiest thing. We had no business watching as early as possible because it was a rite of fucking passage. <laughs> and – as a parent, I'm not on board right. because not it's not the horror aspects of it. It's everything that comes with it because horror movies usually come hand in hand with a lot of sex. They usually come hand in hand with a lot of uh, psychological head fuckery that I can't get into. Like, I don't want to have that kind of discussion with my eight year old. Right. Um, sorry right. about it. So, like, so there's right. that part about it. But also, I like I like a wide palette of 
Halloween content. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's good just to have stuff on oh, that's yeah. light, that is fun, that has a vibe, that that is is about like you know all those like underlying spooky things. So like you know we're decorating the house. Like, is Halloween Town scary? Fuck no. Like, is it for smaller kids? Yeah, probably. My 10 and 12 year old watch it because we watched it when they were six and four. Like, you know, that's the only reason. Like, so I, I, I'm on board with some lighter stuff sometimes, you know, it's like. Oh, yeah, me too. No, I'm all for it too. It's just, yeah, but like we, like I said, we all gatekeep, you know, right? And we're going to talk about Sandman another day, but I was feeling myself getting gatekeeping well, <laughs> with Sandman and I had to like remind myself like don't do that because it's you know people need to find things like no they well, the don't Sandman you know? are coming. so it's like, very like Danielle and I love Sandman they are that's coming. what I said yeah, we'll talk about that another yeah day. they are coming <laughs> that's a discussion for another day but I, it's been this whole topic on my mind of like you know, I can be very, we all, I think a lot of us can be very gatekeepy with just the things oh, yeah. that we're passionate about and that we love. And so I, I forgot who commented that comment, but it was a light bulb. So I was like, that's, that's it. If I don't have children, I'm not around many children. So I forget that like they need it <laughs> too. Like, you know, that I had it and I was lucky and like, there's kids that, you know, we want this to live on. Right. Because it's a tr- it's the ever branching tree because if we didn't have it the people that are in their 30s making the movies that we all like wouldn't make those movies right because they didn't have it and so these kids that could have a genius brain to make movies someday don't have the content to make good movies someday you know good horror movies someday so it's this whole like they need they, everybody needs a gateway drug right well but i <laughs> so i have to remind and, and that's that. that's very <laughs> That's when very I, mature of you. I think a lot of that gatekeeping stuff from the <laughs> horror community comes from the fact that it is one of the only genres where there is no middle ground. You either have a very yeah. good mm-hmm. horror movie or you have a very bad mm-hmm. horror movie. And we are sold both of those things yeah. in mm-hmm. trailers as very good. So we've been hurt so many times yes. that when when we come across <laughs> things that are good, we are super gatekeeping about it. Yeah. Because we've and we're put in the time about it, right? with yeah. all the crap mm-hmm. to have sifted through and found stuff. <laughs> so we're quick to judge about what we think is going to be crap yeah. again because we've been hurt too many times. But I am hopeful for the spirit movie. I hope that it does. I don't know if it's rated yet or will. I don't. I can't recall. But I hope that it does turn into a gateway for certain age children. You know, I do. I hope so. I mean, I went when I went to spirit the other day, like I was saying, I already saw that they have T-shirts, you know, for T-shirts for the new the animatronics that are coming, whatever they call them that are coming to life mm-hmm. in the movie. <laughs> so, um, and I saw two people already buying um, some of them. They're front and center in the store. Like, I'm in the movie, <laughs> you know? So um, I hope, you know, I have hopes 
for it. I'll definitely watch it. I'll support it. I'll buy it instead of renting it and give it money. You know, if it just lives in my account and I've watched it again, I'll be like, here, you know, like that's the thing too. It's like, you know, even if something sucks, like buy it anyway, because it just helps the genre. You know, that's why I always try to go and see horror movies in theaters, even if they're trash, because I, you know, I threw some money at it and then it makes the studios go like, hey, look, you know, people see these things like Candyman's a testament to that. Candy made a, made a ton of money, you know, for a horror movie. And, you know, I know there's debates on whether Nope is scary or not, but Nope oh, is in that sci-fi that horror genre and it made a hundred million dollars and, and it made a hundred million dollars. And that's massive for anything of a genre film that isn't a drama, a comedy or whatever, you know? So, I mean, I loved Nope. I know it's controversial, but it's the point is, is just if Spirit comes out in the theater, I will go see it or I will buy it because I want to support yeah. the genre, you know? And that's all we can do. You know, that's all we can do now is support it. And yeah, I'm hopeful for it. Maybe we'll do a silly talk about it when it comes out. <laughs> like, did we right. hate it or do we love it? <laughs> but. But that is all we have for you for this round. We'll be back with Fair Street next time. Um, but, you know, until then, what do we say, Danielle? We are out like the boxes of Halloween decorations. Like all the Halloween oh. merch that I get up on.